Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to I Am The Cute One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe. Listen, you got through the week like we got through 9-11. And a recession. And the Special K diet. And the time that James Franco hosted the Oscars. And Ben Platt's wig and Dear Evan Hansen. TGIF. Hello, I am Donnie and I am the cute one. And I'm Chelsea and I am the cute one. TGIF, cuties. Woo! We've done it. We have, and speaking of done it, I'm looking at myself in this Zoom camera, and I look like I've done a crime. I'm really channeling my inner Jen Shaw this morning with this orange sweater situation. You really are. You could have been at her Barbie party. Ask, believe, receive. (laughs) To be a fly on the wall of that cell. So this week brought us Jawbreaker, the movie turning 25 years old, Pokemon celebrating its 25th anniversary in the United States, a trailer for Lindsay Lohan's latest Netflix movie, Beyonce becoming the first black woman with a number one country song, Risa Tisa's 50-part TikTok series, and Tom Sandoval continuing to be the the worst. worst. And somehow we've made it to Friday yet again. I wish some of the people you named didn't make it to Friday, but we're here. On Tuesday, I went to the S Club 7 concert (gasps) in New York City. How was it? First of all, this was their first time ever touring in the United States. Ever? Ever. Whoa. Reasons unknown. They still haven't exactly said why, but they were supposed to come in November. And then like a month before they said, never mind, it's postponed. So I was very nervous leading up to it now. But they had it. It was very good. I saw Nostalgia, and I saw Kelly from Beyond the Blinds. And oh, Bia. so fun. Yeah. And by saw, I mean, like, truly, they were on, like, balcony seating, and they could see my bald head in the crowd as a beacon. And they were like, look up. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. And the, the rest, rest is history. history. The concert was great. So one of them's dead, as you may or may not know. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know the tea behind this. There's rumors that there's, you know fights behind the scenes or she could just be mourning his death whatever but hannah the like baby spice equivalent Mm -hmm. she dropped out so now it's only s club five but that sounds stupid so they just called it s club yeah i'm glad that they're not keeping with the numbers yeah because it could start to become a sister wives situation where you know is it sister wives if you're just down to one (laughs) right at that point it's just wife i think we can call it. Mm-hmm. There were some parts where it felt like the teacher's performance at a like spirit night event. Mm, like Mr. Shoe Coded? Yeah, a little bit. There were other parts that were like really good and other parts were like nothing has changed. There's still the same old S club we're used to except, you know, one dead and one not there. Mm-hmm. But then there were like some things that maybe 45 year old men and women shouldn't be doing on stage. It looks a little odd. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad that you had a nice time. I do feel like when there are these reunion tours, it's really hard to thread that needle because you want to give the people what they want. You want to be playing into the nostalgia. You want to be hitting all of the moments of like, oh, I remember when. But sometimes in life, memories are meant to be memories for a reason. And it's nice to look back fondly, feeling warm and fuzzy rather than seeing like a grown man rip his shirt off and exposing his beer gut. Yeah. Now, I will say Bradley ripped off his shirt. Uh Uh-huh. And there was no beer gut. There was just me like that cartoon wolf. Like, oh, But he waited till the last song. So I wasn't feral throughout the concert. That's good. But what I was at the concert, Chelsea, was enraged. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> concert etiquette is really something I need to teach a class on. No, Donnie. Okay, I don't even know what you're about to say. And I really hope we land on the right side of history. Because famously, our etiquette lessons, sometimes we are on opposing sides. But people do not know how the fuck to act after COVID. Being in public, Mm. all concert etiquette has gone out the window. That's true. And as a Broadway usher, I can tell you from a staff member point of view too, like people have become just wildebeest. (laughs) (laughs) It's truly crazy. But I was in like general admission floor seating. So people were videotaping the whole thing fine. But like with their cameras in the air like this. Mm. So if you're in front of a tall person already, you can't really see. And then they have their arms in the air. So you have to like look around that. And then what you are seeing is just the video of the screen. Let this be a PSA to everybody out there. You get one. You get one video to your Instagram stories to let everybody know where you were. When you were filming the whole thing, you are not going to look back on that. And you are now making me a person who is 5'2". I know I have tall person energy, but I am a short little bitch. You are making me have to watch the concert through your iPhone screen. Because that's what I end up doing is I'm just looking at the phone. I know. I hated it. You might not agree with this, Uh but the man in front of me, Chelsea, had two cameras connected with some sort of cord. (gasps) One, he was filming the lights and one, he was filming the action. He kept it on the whole time like he was a staff member, like he was the social media manager for S Club 7. Was he doing like a bootleg situation? I hope it was. First of all, he was right in front of me. I said, no, no, not on my watch. So I made sure to sing scream poorly. I'm not the best singer in the world in his ear and likewise in his camera the entire video so you may have footage of the whole concert but you will hear don't stop never give up (laughs) so i hope you enjoy that footage i love that i really feel aligned with you on this friday thank you i was fearful that that story was going to end with you being a tattletale and going and getting security or something but no you handled it yourself you said I can take my passive aggression and I will sing in your camera. Enjoy the footage, bitch. <laughs> well, I can't wait a moment longer for my segment oh, go for this it. week. So once again, cuties, you get what you get and you don't get upset because <laughs> yes, we claim TGIF is a moment for us to reflect on pop culture headlines. I would argue this might be the most important series of headlines of our generation. We haven't seen the likes of this animal, front row and center since Steve Irwin. (laughs) I need to talk about the pregnant stingray. Please do. Have you been following this story? Yes, this is taking up as much space in my aura as Abraham Lincoln facts. Like this is really clicking to me for some reason. 
I can't get enough. For those who have not been following this Stingray saga, I'm going to give you a rundown of the timeline and then we're just going to talk about it because finally I have somebody to talk about this with. I fear that Dr. Bald is close to just walking out on our family if I try to bring up Charlotte the Stingray one more time to him. So on February 6th, the Aquarium and Shark Lab by Team Echo took to their Facebook and they said, Good morning, Facebook followers. This is a post you might want to read. Our stingray, Charlotte, is expecting. We have held this close to our hearts for over three months. The really amazing thing is we have no male ray. Mm. Okay, so they basically say this bitch is pregnant. There is no father. We've got a couple of ideas of why. Mm -hmm. Here were their two ideas. <laughs> Number one was that the Stingray Charlotte could have gotten pregnant through a rare process called parthenogenesis, which is basically when eggs develop on their own without fertilization and create a clone of the mother, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Or number two, because Charlotte was found covered in shark bites, which is a sign of mating in sharks, the staff started to theorize that Charlotte could have mated with one of the young sharks that were added to the tank in July. Wait, are stingrays not mammals, right? Fish? Yeah, so do they lay eggs or are they pregnant? Well, she's pregnant. There's an That's ultrasound. I, yeah. I guess we should Google that. Of all <laughs> my research, you just really debunked a bunch. My friend told me about the uh, Deck Shepherd podcast. Apparently, uh -huh. like, they record the podcast, and then they record another 40 minutes where they just, like, research things they said. And they're like, well, in the podcast, we talked about this. This is what happened when we researched. We would never hang up. <laughs> we would need a live stream. Do stingrays lay eggs? So the science community, this is their scandal. The science community exploded. Facebook comments were a mess. And then the Charlotte Aquarium had to issue another Facebook post, which you know when you then have to do a follow-up, you're in trouble. You're almost <laughs> in need of a PR team. They say, Facebook readers, with all of the interest and chaos surrounding Charlotte, I'm going to ask that you please do not use our platform for wonder and research to make a personal stand or comments to prove yourself or your knowledge to other readers. Charlotte is a special and lovely fish. We are sharing her experience with you as a way to learn together. It is our gift. Please do not disqualify our event. Just because something has not happened or has not been documented does not make it impossible. And besides, none of us know what has happened in the big ocean because we're not always there. And this is when I remembered Charlotte the Stingray is in North Carolina. Now, I love North Carolina. Carolina cuties, don't get mad at me. I spent a lot of time in Carolina. Dr. Bald's entire family is currently in North Carolina. But the <laughs> thing about North Carolina is that, you know, sometimes faith trumps mm. science. Basically, scientists came into the comment section and was like, you dumb fucks. Charlotte did not mate with a shark. That is not possible. Mm. And then the aquarium is like, you can't prove it. You can't prove that it's not possible. We don't know what happens in the ocean. We don't know what's going on below the sea. Uh, Ask Ariel and Sebastian. Wouldn't you see that in an ultrasound, though? I don't know what they're seeing in there. Like, if you see a little shark tail. What do you think? What are you hoping? Do you think Bindi Irwin's behind it? Oh, God. Enough is enough. She needs to lay off the stingrays. She's done her due diligence with stingrays, I think. <laughs> 
if she is behind this, if we see her with a little vial of shark cum, I'm really going to be pissed off. Imagine the stingray is born and it's part Steve Irwin. It comes out and it's like, cranky! I did go back and look. Stingrays lay eggs in their stomach or wherever babies are made and then they're hatched inside the mother and come out as like actual stingray babies ew gross i guess it's the same as like growing a fetus yeah and then you can like sell placenta shampoo or whatever but where do the shells go i guess just into the sea yeah well i guess we have eggs Mmm. true Donnie, we almost got dangerously close to some conversations in my house recently. Oh, no. So I've told you about my youngest daughter being obsessed with wanting a baby in her belly. Yes. I am glad she's moved the focus because for a while it was that she wanted mommy to have a baby in her belly. And mommy Mm. said, well, that baby's name is going to be abortion. (laughs) Not going to happen. Sorry, boo. You're not going to be a big sister. So she's moved the focus. Now she wants a baby in her belly. And so then there was a lot of fear from my older daughter being like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do we know when there's going to be a baby in our belly? I don't want a baby in my belly. And I wasn't going to get into like Texas law or any of that. I just kept it simple on the table. And we went through the idea of puberty and that we have Mm. eggs, but they need to be fertilized and blah, blah, blah. We got down like a very, very close, 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 close path of how do these eggs get fertilized? Thank God. The question had been asked. I was opening my mouth and my (laughs) oldest daughter goes, are elves Santa's children? (laughs) And we spent the next 45 minutes discussing Santa's DNA. So Merry Christmas. Now, I think that would be more shocking to the system than a shark baby of a stingray. (gasps) If Mrs. Claus had an elf baby, I know, it would shake the North Pole. She'd be getting coal in her stocking, but I guess she already (laughs) did. That's all I had to say about stingrays. Did you have anything to add? It was just a lot of science and facts and information, but I can't get enough. No, it's incredible. We'll have to follow up next week when the babies are born. Do you feel like we as millennials manifested this by Lisa Frank causing all of us to want to be marine biologists when we grew up? Is that what you wanted to be because of Lisa Frank? I always wanted to be a colorful cat. Well, (laughs) there comes a point, Donnie, where you look in the mirror and you have to hang up the colorful cat dream. And then you see those jumping dolphins and you say, ooh, I could be a marine biologist. (laughs) That's true. My mind never went there. I did used to really want to go on a whale watch trip, though. Yeah, free willy. Mm, I loved a whale. Someone (laughs) adopted me one once for Christmas. That sentence structure was wild. Someone adopted me a whale once. I was like, are we about to get an origin story out of nowhere? A marine biologist took you whale watching and the rest was history. Okay, your turn. All right, so... What do you know about Kelly Rowland? In general or recently? <laughs> like in the news. It's no secret that Chelsea and I are girls on the go. Between setting out Crystals in the Moon for Alyssa Milano and rewatching 2,000 episodes of a 25-year-old soap opera, there's barely any time to cook. And even if there was time, we all know Chelsea can't operate kitchen equipment if her life depended on it. And it kind of does, seeing that food is a necessity. But Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. 
So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are, with a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily, and it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the best part? Cuties, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. I just heard Chelsea scream in delight, all the way from Maryland. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash cute150 and use code cute150 to get 50% off. That's code cute150 at factormeals.com slash cute150 to get 50% off. Wait, is she the one that's saying da da ga da 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 of Marilyn Monroe? Yes, okay. that's her. Yeah. I performed that song in spoken word in my drama <laughs> department. We had to pick a song and then like give a dramatic reading of it. And so I had to talk about that school shooting. Wow. Yeah. I would have clapped for you. I got many applauses. I love that I song. I can make myself cry, so I shed a tear by the end. Can you? Mm-hmm. No, okay. This is not what I wanted to talk about. But can your body just do it? And you can like be thinking of ice cream and candy? Or do you have to like go to a dark place in your mind? I can be thinking about ice cream and candy. But if I really want to be like ugly crying, I have plenty of walks down memory lane I can take. <laughs> so anyway, I do know that Kelly Rowland was the inspiration for my wonderful performance. But I did see headlines and then I figured that this was going to be yours. Mm-hmm. So once again, I did no research. So you could tell me about it. I heard that she's mad about a dressing room. Okay, so there's so much more. So Kelly Rowland was supposed to be the guest host, not just a guest, guest host oh. on the Today Show with Hoda Kotb. And then, and this is all like alleged, we haven't heard her side yet, but she demanded a better dressing room. However, the better dressing room that is offered to people was already being taken by Jennifer Lopez, who was the guest for that episode so they were like we don't have a better dressing room that's all we have so kelly Rowland walked out she uh, said i'm the guest host i'm not doing this she walked out luckily rita aura was just pacing the halls backstage for whatever reason and they got her to be the guest host rita aura was just getting ready to take another picture where she looks like a completely different person <laughs> i mean i already am face blind so mm-hmm. she's really fucking with me every time i see a picture of that woman i'm like is it could it be she looks completely different she's like mystique from x-men she can just transform herself (laughs) she can and a little bit of it i think is your face blindness okay but that's what happened but then this week on tuesday the today show did a follow-up and hoda said i have great love and admiration for kelly Rowland. i adore her and want her to come back on our show and i want her to host again she can share my dressing room and as she was saying that sherry shepherd had kelly Rowland on as a guest and on social media as a like after show segment you saw sherry shepherd walk through her hallway and then knock on the door of kelly Rowland's dressing room and she went in to talk to her more and it is so 
big. It's like the size of my apartment. She knew what she was doing. Do we know, have we seen pictures of what the original dressing room looks like? Because headlines can make it seem like anything. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. okay, this headline can make it be like, wow, Kelly Rowland, what a crazy, out-of-touch bitch. But if it's a broom closet... If it's where Harry Potter spent the first 10 years of his life, I understand the pushback. You know? I get it too. And she's probably not alone. Like there's PR people or an agent and then the glam squad, whatever. So if it is a small room, you're fitting upwards of 10 people in there at one Wait, time. Wait, who's the other wine drinker that is usually on with Hoda? It was Kathy Lee Gifford, but that wasn't for like four years. Now it's <laughs> Jenna Bush. Oh, so this is how much daytime talk shows I watch during the day. What was Jenna Bush's dressing room? No, Jenna Bush wasn't there that day. But I think because it's Jenna and Hoda, I'm sure it's more like a actual place. Like J-Lo came in and like put her stuff down for the day, whatever. Kelly would have done the same. But that's like Jenna's office kind of like she's in it every single day so there okay. could be like dirty panties on there whatever if it was okay. matt lauer's dressing room it would have that button that locks the door sure mm-hmm. <laughs> when we finally make it ask believe receive mm-hmm. what would you want in your dressing room or when you were a guest like what would you want on your rider no matter what time of day i would need chicken parm but i need to taste test it as soon as it arrives and if i don't like it that will be my kelly Rowland dressing room moment i think i would want a television so I could be watching some sort of trash TV. And Mm. then whatever I was watching at the time, they would have to have it. Like they would have to have it ready to go. So if I was doing a pretty wild deep dive, like you better buy it on Apple. But the thing about me is I have these like hyper focus obsessions. And then one day it's like, I'm done with it in every aspect of my life. So I, for a while, had spicy Doritos every single night as a snack for like three years. And then one day I had a bite of a spicy Dorito and I was like, this is the most fucking gross thing I've ever had. So that would be my Kelly Rowland moment. And it would be of no fault of the poor production assistant that's been scrambling around getting me right now. It's dill pickled flavored sunflower seeds. So it would be at no fault of this person. It would just be like, if it so happened that it coincided on the day that I was done with my hyper-focus fixation, sorry, you know? Yeah, that would suck. I would also request that the person bringing me everything is in boxer shorts. Well, I think that might be erring on the side of sexual harassment. I don't know if that's a loophole for riders that you get to just act inappropriately in the workplace. What if they can hire out? We don't need your intern in boxer shorts. That's not what they signed up for. But what if we go to like boxers, the gay sports bar where their uniform is boxer shorts and say, hey, do you want to work for the Today Show today? That's okay, right? Are you responsible for interviewing this person or is that the poor PA going out on a manhunt? It's on my list. It's like chicken parm, green M&M's, a bartender from boxers in uniform, a DVD of Pretty Wild, whatever. I also would want the TV in my dressing room set to the show that I'm on as a guest so that I can see the guests who's come before me and what their interviews are. So that when I go out as the last guest of the segment, because I am the most famous one, I can like troll the other guests. Like, oh, Missy Pyle just said her favorite food is eggplant parm. Let's talk. Let me tell you about the chicken parm I was just having backstage. Yeah. Can we request just like money? Like I just want there to be Mm. piles of money that I get to take home with me. That's a beanbag chair, but full of cash. 
Ooh, and then we'll it. just slit it open before we leave. So Kelly Rowland has not made a statement yet, though. She has not. Hmm. So who knows? Yeah. Who are you leaning towards if you had to pick a side? Well, I do understand the unprofessionalism of this because I am still haunted from the day that Whitney Houston was supposed to be the guest on the Rosie O'Donnell show and then never showed up. And who knows when the Rosie O'Donnell show stopped airing, but it's been a long time. And this was not the finale. So that was even longer. And it still haunts me as a 37 year old man in the year 2024. Wow. Is that the dark path you go down to make yourself cry? (laughs) It really is. Cutie patootie. You changed the subject very quickly, and I do appreciate it. However, back to the crying, Bryce Dallas Howard just did a interview Mm -hmm. where she talks about how she can cry, and it's just like how her body works. Like, she can truly be thinking of ice cream and candy, and she was, like, talking about ice cream and candy as she's crying. And then at the end, she, like, laughs manically to show, like, see, I wasn't sad at all. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I need to Google that immediately. (laughs) Do you know how to stop yourself from crying? No. If you squeeze your butt cheeks, you stop crying. Like a Kegel squeeze or like... No, the cheeks. Oh. If you move your cheeks together. But do it with muscle, not your hands. No, no, with muscle. Okay. I thought I just needed to grab myself in public at a funeral. That might be some Charlotte Aquarium type of science, but I have done it from time to time. I think also it's the act of focusing on squeezing Mm. the butt cheeks. And it is kind of funny. Like if you're just sitting there, you know, about to get fired from your job and you're like, okay, and now I'm squeezing my butt cheeks. I'll try it. I never normally try try to stop crying. I try to make my crying worse so I can manipulate people. Oh, okay. Happy Friday, everyone. (laughs) On that note, I have one more thing to say about the Stingray. I think the name Charlotte is a little too on the nose, and we'll leave it at that. Isn't that the city? Imagine it's not, and this whole time I've been dragging Charlotte for their science. I feel like that's definitely worth a Google. Hendersonville, North Carolina. I still dragged to the right state, at least, this time. (laughs) And again, Carolina cuties, I love you. I see you. But get better scientists. Are you a scientist? That's from Temple Grandin. Oh, I saw Temple Grandin. (laughs) Temple Grandin came to my college, and she told us about the hugging machines. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about her except that when Claire Danes played her, she said that. Are you a scientist? And now I say it all the time. Yeah, she invented the more ethical way of slaughtering cows. And it hugs them to death. It's the same model that Ikea uses. What? Well, like Ikea, you know how they kind of like herd us along? (laughs) If you're going to go to the exit of Ikea, you have to go through all the sections and it's like Uh a maze. That's what cows do when they're being slaughtered. She created this system so they're not panicking. They're just moving along. (sighs) And then there's this part of it that like squeezes them just right that it like relaxes them. It makes the meat more tender and juicy. But she's a vegan, so that's not her reason. But her reason was like, you know, animal cruelty and such so that they weren't panicking at the end of their life. That's very sweet. She should give them Swedish meatballs on the way too. (laughs) That's really the Ikea trick. That really makes the day of fighting with your spouse worth it at the end. (laughs) Swedish meatballs might be the cutie of the week, but maybe we should name some others too. In honor of Tom Sandoval just continuing his descent into full Voldemort status by comparing himself to O.J. Simpson and George (laughs) Floyd, my cuties of the week are the 
black content creators that you should be following and listening to this Black History Month and the rest of the year too. And I have to say my butthole clenches when I do shout outs, which is why I rarely Mm. do because I always feel like I'm going to be missing somebody important. So if you are one of our friends and I have missed you, I love you. I'm sorry. So starting off with black content creators that you should be following, your husband, Quinn, who is currently on tour, so Quinn Lamar. We've got Kendrick from Reality Comics 2, Sel from Who Asked Me, Kara Berry from Everyone's Business But Mine, Kaya and Aaron from Bravo Wall Black, Taria from What Else Is Going On, Kiki from The Talk of Shame, Troy from Beyond the Blinds. We have actor Christina Ariel, comedian Katrina Davis, and of course our friend Mani of Mixing with Mani. So we'll mm. put that list in our show notes, but you know... Just as a fuck you to Tom Sandoval, go support their content, like their shit, and hey, Tom Sandoval, suck a soft one. (laughs) What about you, Donnie? My kitty of the week is the citizens of London, because... I am so pissed off, Chelsea. I moved to New York to be in the cultural hubbub of the world and then as soon as i moved to new york then they started doing all these really cool shows in california and i was like did i pick the wrong place it turns out again yes i did because now london is getting a production of the devil wears prada musical but it doesn't end there vanessa williams is playing miranda Priestley. so basically i know you're not an ugly betty fan but that's basically who she played in ugly betty so basically she is just reprising her role but in musical form on on stage. And if this doesn't come to New York City, I swear to God. I don't even want to know what comes after I that. don't know what I'm swearing, but I swear. You will cry and manipulate them. <laughs> yeah, and not squeeze my butt cheek. <laughs> so congratulations, citizens of London. Oi, oi. <laughs> Cuties, if you are listening to this, you could instead watch it on our YouTube channel. So go to YouTube and search I Am The Cute One Podcast. And stick around, because on this Monday's episode coming, we will be covering the Bling Ring to celebrate reaching the halfway point of Pretty Wild on our Patreon. Wonderful. Wonderful. So we will talk to you later. Love Love you like like a sister. sister. Thank you for listening to I Am The Cute One. If you want more, head to patreon.com slash I Am The Cute One for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes, as well as even more bonus content. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. And to help us grow this community of chaotic cuties, share an episode with a friend you think would pass the vibe check. And to see the madness, check out our YouTube channel, where video footage from all current episodes are posted weekly. You can follow me at RealDonnyWood on Instagram and all other social media platforms. And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at OnoChels. Talk to you you later. later. Love Love you like like a sister. sister. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. 
Cuties, you know I cannot see a movie without pretending I'm in it, and now it's your turn. Have you ever tried to use the Force when no one's looking, or thought about what superheroes would win in a fight? Then you'll want to stop what you're doing, (laughs) unless you're driving, and visit Sideshow.com. Your eyes do not deceive you. They have a life-size, impeccably detailed replica of the child from Star Wars The Mandalorian. Now, I don't mean to brag, but Sideshow did send me the child. I call him Baby Yoda. I have since learned that is not his name, but he is my son now, so I will be continuing to call him as such. And we have been playing dress up, having photo shoots, and just having a grand old time. But if that one doesn't speak to you, how about a movie-accurate statue of Christopher Reeve as Superman? They got that too. But just wait until you see the incredibly lifelike figures of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. We are thrilled to have Sideshow sponsoring our podcast today. They offer a wide selection of premium figures, statues, and fine art from the worlds of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. These limited edition, handcrafted, officially licensed collectibles bring pop culture's biggest icons to life in your home. And here is the best part. You can get an exclusive $50 off your first order of $200 or more. It's a great opportunity for new customers to dive into the world of high-quality collectibles. Or you can gift it to that super geek in your life. Perhaps that person in your life that you know would cringe when they hear that I've been letting my daughter sleep with my baby Yoda. And again, that I refuse to stop calling it Baby Yoda. Plus, shopping at Sideshow earns you 5% back in Sideshow rewards, meaning for every $100 spent, you get $5 back in rewards that can be used on future purchases. While geeking out is its own reward, your collection goes farther with Sideshow. So, what are you waiting for? Visit Sideshow.com, promo code CUTEONE, right now, and get ready to let your geek side show. Oh, that's clever. Sideshow. Like Sideshow.com? I get it. 